Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Today is the 17th of August, the 230th day of this leap year of 2020, which now has 136 days waiting for us until 2021. Toward the end of last week, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases worldwide was over 21 million, amounting again to an increase of over 1.8 million since the week before. The number of confirmed cases in the United States near the end of this past week was nearing 5.3 million, an increase of 300,000 cases since the week before. In second place toward the end of last week was again Brazil, its confirmed cases nearing 3.3 million. India again was in third place with a cumulative total of nearly 2.5 million confirmed cases. Russia was again in fourth place, having approximately 911,000 confirmed cases, followed somewhat distantly by South Africa, continuing in fifth place with nearly 573,000 confirmed cases. Peru and Mexico swapped places again, with Peru's 508,000 confirmed cases this past week, edging past Mexico's 506,000 confirmed cases, leaving the countries in 6th and 7th places, respectively. The number of deaths from COVID-19 globally by this past Friday was nearing 761,000, up over 45,000 from the previous week. This past Friday, confirmed COVID-19 deaths in the United States totaled almost 168,000, up nearly 7,000 deaths from the previous week. In other words, nationwide, COVID-19 this past week killed at least 1,000 United States citizens per day. We remain the number one hotspot for coronavirus deaths on the planet, with Brazil's again in second place, having nearly 106 deaths. Mexico was again in third place this past week, with nearly 56,000 deaths. India has risen to fourth place, with almost 49,000 deaths. Heavenward, tonight, between the partly cloudy moments the weather forecasters have predicted, look to the northeast sky at nightfall and early evening for the constellation Cassiopeia the Queen, her prominent stars Kappa and Shetter guiding our eyes to the distant Andromeda galaxy. Watch for the new moon in another day or so. Today, 14 years ago, Voyager 1 reached 100 astronomical units, or AUs, from the Sun, a distance about twice as far out as Pluto. One AU is about 93 million miles. Today, seven years ago, Voyager 1 crossed over the heliopause at 123 AUs, where the influence of our Sun ends in space. Today in 1903, Joseph Pulitzer donated $1 million to Columbia University to begin the Pulitzer Prizes in America. Today in 1888, or maybe 1892, 1893, or 1900, depending upon which of her reported birth years we consider, May Mary Jane West was born to Matilda Dilker, a German native who went by the name of Champagne Till, and to John Patrick West, an Irish-American who was called Battlin' Jack, 
because of his early boxing career, though Jack also claimed to have worked as a detective, a stable manager, a chiropractor, and a doctor. Years later, Mae West would claim her ancestors included James I of England and Alfred the Great. But before then, Champagne Till and Battlin' Jack would spoil young May outrageously, biographer Ed Morrow tells us. May had the best toys, the finest clothes, and as many boyfriends as she liked, and claimed she had lost her virginity at 13 to a 21-year-old music teacher. Champagne Till, a.k.a. Matilda West, was a true stage mother, having already been a corset model and a frustrated actress. She arranged training and performances for her daughter, May, and was always in the wings, supplying encouragement. Matilda also nudged young May into romantic adventures, suggesting that having a single beau was not the way to go, since he might rival her influence, so multiple boyfriends were advised. Further, whenever May seemed interested in a boy, Matilda would call attention to his defects deflating him in May's eyes. Remaining devoted to her mother's notions, May would never successfully marry, instead becoming famous for her many risque aphorisms, including, when I'm good, I'm very good. When I'm bad, I'm better. He who hesitates is last. It's better to be looked over than overlooked. And to err is human, but it feels divine. In another two weeks, lots of academic experiments will be attempted at college and university campuses, nationally and internationally, and the spirit of Mae West might prove useful to more than a few of us, whether faculty or students, as we try out a variety of approaches designed to convey some semblance of what passed for higher education before the pandemic gave rise to a massively altered environment. Courses now dance in odd confluences of F2F, or face-to-face, remote, and hybrid, nearly all involving a recording component, so that the archiving aspects figure prominently in an effort to reach all enrolled students, no matter where they might be on the planet. The early 21st century money-driven educational notion of keeping butts in the seats has at the beginning of the 2020s evolved to include virtual butts and virtual seats. And along with that expansion, we interestingly return to Shakespeare's All the World is a Stage. For indeed, as the video camera in whatever electronic device of choice does its thing, keeping track of how closely a class approximates learning, we all become actors endeavoring education. Today is also the birthday of Davy Crockett in 1786, of Maureen O'Hara in 1920, of Robert De Niro in 1931, of Sean Penn in 1960, and of Helen McCrory in 1968. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the ninth official week of summer 2020. The autumnal equinox is about a month away.